This is Rob Sebich, and welcome to Relaxing with Rob. If you are new to mindfulness practice and you'd like to have a taste for what this is about, I will share three ideas in this episode on things you could practice mindfully, things we do every day, but actually usually mindlessly, and then you can judge for yourself to see if they have enriched the experience at all for you. The students I've worked with who've tried these have found not only they've often made the experiences a little bit nicer, but the real value is it's kind of like exercising your mindfulness muscle, getting used to really focusing in the moment so that when bigger things come along, like a job interview or a really challenging conversation with your partner or an argument with your roommate, and you'd like to really be present for those moments, you're more skilled at it and you're probably less anxious because you can bring a lot more resources to bear on whatever the task at hand is if you're not worried too much about what this person's thinking of me or you're not worried too far ahead of the next thing that you're going to say as soon as they stop talking. And then the moment arrives and you don't even know what they said because you were caught up in your own drama and you weren't actually paying attention to the moment. So these three ideas are eating, showering, and walking. If you've ever traveled abroad or studied abroad, especially in Western European countries, you know that typically meals are sacred. <laughs> you're typically not uh, in Paris eating a meal while you're watching TV and texting and studying. You might have a pretty slow and mindful meal. And when it's over, you've tasted the food and it's probably a much more satisfying experience than most of our meals are in the U.S. If you're in a restaurant in France and a server asks if you want anything else, it would be considered rude to say, oh, no, I'm stuffed. I'm so full. The server would think like, why would you possibly eat that much? I love the expression, je n'ai plus faim. I, I no longer have hunger. And I think that's a really nice way to decide when it's time to stop eating uh, when we no longer have hunger. When we're mindful, we get those signals much more clearly than when we're not. Uh, there was a student in my class once who spoke about being in a restaurant with some friends, uh, and she ordered a um, tour of Italy. I think it was an olive garden where she essentially had three entrees, maybe not full sized, but uh, quite a few calories in her meal. And then she ordered cheesecake and she was halfway through the cheesecake when she realized it was more than no longer having hunger, but it was really feeling stuffed to the point of discomfort. She hadn't tasted any of her food. She was having a great time, fantastic conversations with her friends, but it was at that moment where she realized she had not paid any attention to her meal. And many of us eat that way. So if you typically are studying, texting, watching a show, 
dealing with other issues while you're eating and you're halfway through your food not even knowing what you're eating or how it's tasting, you might try just one meal a day mindfully, free of distractions. Maybe you're talking to somebody, maybe you're on your own, but just see what that experience is like. If that feels like it's a waste of time, and for many of us it can feel that way, try just one piece of fruit a day mindfully. Maybe it would take five minutes to eat an apple mindfully, and I hope you can spare five minutes. When you finish and you go back to whatever it is you're going to do next, my guess is you will have felt like you had a little bit of a stress break. You can go back with more attention and focus than if you were eating the apple while you were doing two or three other things. Showering. You know, there are millions, perhaps billions of people in the world who don't have access to clean water and certainly not hot and cold running water on command. If you just take a normal length shower, but really pay attention to your skin, to soap, to shampoo, you will emerge from the shower feeling more grounded than if you were thinking of what you didn't get done last night or what you have to do today or what that story you were hearing was about. And then you'll get out of the shower thinking, I don't know if I used shampoo or conditioner. I don't know really where I was. Uh, I wasn't in that shower. I was somewhere else. Again, it doesn't have to be a really long shower, however long a typical one is for you. But try it where you're really paying attention to the moment and see if you will feel a little bit more prepared to start the day or end the day, regardless of, of when that is. And then walking. Almost never are we walking without our phones or without earpods. If you were to just pay attention, not all the time, but just one leg of a journey a day to what you're seeing, what you're hearing, the sensation of pavement, (laughs) clouds, you might be surprised how much more present and grounded you feel when you get to wherever you're going. I have to admit, I typically do listen to music when I'm out, but on times I haven't, I've been able to hear and see sandhill cranes, red-shouldered hawks, beautiful clouds, and just people I recognize that I might not otherwise have recognized had I been just in my own world. That is clearly not an exhaustive list. You know, Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese Buddhist monk, uh, once wrote about just peeling an orange mindfully and eating that. Simple behaviors, washing dishes. I know I'm already going way beyond my three, but be creative and find something that I haven't mentioned. Try it with single focused attention. For me, the hardest part is to do this without judgment. We seem to always evaluate, is this good or bad? (laughs) Do I like this or not like this? That takes a little bit of practice. But the more you just focus on the experience itself and not our judgment about the experience, I think the more skilled we can get at being mindful. And as I said before, the more useful it is to use those skills in other situations. 
Well, I hope this was helpful and you're coming away with an idea of something to try to increase your skills at mindfulness practice. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon.